Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Surprise, family. I didn't give you any warning before we started. <laughs> <laughs> Today is August the 3rd. This is episode number 119 of the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast, and I'm Justin Monorail, and I'm joined by my Monorail family. I'm doing this all out of order. So let's start with... Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail is here to her left. Ah! Ah! I'm a tropical storm. MC Mackie Cheese. No, I'm a tropical storm. How do you say the name of this tropical storm that's coming in here right now? It has a ISIS. name? No, it's not ISIS. Of course it has a name. If we know about it, we name is, it. What's, how do you spell it? Every time I see it, I just want to say Isaiah, but I, I know that's not correct. No, there's is, is, at the end of it. It is. It's not I, Isaiah. Or I, there's no. an S at the end. Where is it? I don't see it. ISIS. No, it's not it's ISIS. It's not ISIS. It's definitely anyway, not ISIS. So you're you're a tropical storm. I am a tropical storm. All right. McKenna Monorail is here. And finally, joining us once again after his one-week hiatus. Uh, whopper. Whopper! <laughs> wow. Oh. Never had a Whopper. Now you've switched restaurants. Um, Is it a Burger King Whopper or a Whopper Candy? Burger King. He's had Whopper Candies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Whopper is here. We had a big weekend. Back to Magic Kingdom. The first time that Garrett and McKenna got to go back to Magic Kingdom since it reopened. And the reason I bring that up immediately is because I've got chicken nuggets on the brain. And we actually ordered chicken nuggets from Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. Garrett, what did you think of those chicken nuggets? I I only had one, Mm -hmm. and it was a very tiny piece. So I don't know if I'd give my opinion on it. Yeah. <laughs> I ate most of yours because you just wanted the fries. I know you weren't hungry at the time. McKenna ate an order of the chicken nuggets. What did you think? They were chicken nuggets. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was not impressed with them. I If these are like the best chicken nuggets you can get at Disney... That's not true. Then that's not good. Would you consider... I mean, it's chicken nuggets. Yeah, but I've had chicken nuggets that I would say are much better than the ones we had yesterday. Um, yeah, I don't agree with that statement. Hollywood Studio... No, wait. No, hold on. Holly, Planet Hollywood. <laughs> Planet Hollywood. <laughs> um, has those Captain Crunch ones. They're not nuggets. Those are tenders. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I was going to ask if you would consider tenders nuggets. They're just long I don't. nuggets. <laughs> they are just long nuggets. But they're not the same. I mean, they call them two different things for a reason. Yeah, because one's smaller than the other. Yeah. And... I mean, you're getting more breading on a nugget because... And they usually are, like, thinner pieces. It's the same cut of meat. Sometimes... Breasts are usually, like, thicker and juicier, like when you get the tender, I think. Sometimes um, you get a tender that is just a nugget. Sometimes you get a nugget that's as long as a tender. Yeah. 
which happened yesterday. You guys had chicken boulders more than anything. Those things were fat. Yeah, I mean, I think when I think of nuggets, I think of like you're you're getting a like a more thin piece of meat. Sometimes you get the gristle in there. Yeah, gross. Um, Tenders are like big chunky pieces of chicken breast. Tenders are better than nuggets. I think um, I think Cosmic Rays was off their game yesterday Mm -hmm. because I got a Greek salad with a chicken breast, and that was the tiniest little chicken breast. And it was dried yeah. out, and the salad was. Eh. Yeah, I just got the Greek salad. I didn't add the chicken breast, and typically I'm a pretty big fan of Cosmic Ray's Greek salad, and it was not very good yesterday. No. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, the, the fries were good as usual. The fries were fries, <laughs> typical yep. Disney fries. I mean, Fine. nothing, nothing good or bad really to say about that. Excuse I just, me, Disney fries are amazing. Hmm. At least the entertainment was on point. Yeah. Sunny Eclipse, you know, he's sharp as always. Does no wrong. <laughs> and he we did. He wasn't wearing a mask. He was not wearing a mask. Well, maybe but he does again, wrong. I would like to wonder or ask: Are aliens potentially immune? They could be. Um, I don't know. He could have brought COVID nineteen to it the may, world. Then he did real bad <laughs> wrong. I don't want to. He didn't. He did not. Don't okay. say that. No, it was good. I mean, you know, when we went back to Magic Kingdom the first time, just uh, your mom and I, we ate at Pecos Bill that day, mm-hmm. and we didn't go into Cosmic Rays because the quick service locations now are doing the thing where you have to mobile order, and they don't let you in the building unless your order is ready. Now, when we went the first time, we were actually able twice, I think, to go up to like Pecos Bill and to Pinocchio Village House Mm -hmm. and tell them that we wanted water and they let us go in and get water. They weren't doing that yesterday. No. They they sent us other places. You couldn't just go in a quick service to get water. And you had to wait in long lines to get a cup of water and it was hot outside. It was. So in order to get into Cosmic Rays, we ordered food. And typically, you know, the thing is, I think we've praised Cosmic Rays in the past of being pretty good. I mean, yeah. I know it's not anything crazy. It's it's burgers, fries, nuggets, and they've got, I guess they do have hot dogs there, but um, we've never tried them. I, I only get a hot dog from Casey's, and Casey's is still closed, so. Um, but when they do the specialty burgers, like the Mickey's birthday celebration burger, the Lotso burger, those were good. Yeah. Um, I've liked the Greek salad in the past. If this if this had been my first experience going to Cosmic Rays, I would think it was bad. I wouldn't want to go there anymore. Yeah, same. It was a little disappointing. Yeah. But, you know, I'm glad that we went back because it had been a while. And I know everybody likes it. Or we did. <laughs> we still do. It was just... It was a bad day yesterday. Yeah. It was an off day. I, I can't lie. I go for Sunny Eclipse. Yeah, Magic Kingdom was an off day overall. I feel like um, it was crowded. Um, it was really hot. Yeah. It was like 97, 98 degrees yeah. outside. Who knows what the heat index was. Yeah. Probably and, over 100. Uh, definitely. And um, the the queues were so long, everything started, you were standing outside. Yeah. And it was... It, that's no joke. Like, I literally had sweat just running down my back. It was hot, it was humid, and unfortunately, it was crowded. Mm-hmm. Very crowded. We were so excited to take Garrett and McKenna to Magic Kingdom yesterday because our experience when we went a couple weeks ago was so good. 
the park was so empty. Everybody was minding the rules, keeping their mask on, making sure they were social distancing. We didn't have any issues with anything. And we were walking on rides. I mean, we said it on the podcast, I think, but um, if we didn't, we we back-to-backed Big Thunder just because there was no one in line and they were were like, we're just going to stay on. Right. You know, and they were like, okay. And we we were able to do that. We could have done it again, probably. Um, But like, seriously, it was crazy. I don't know. We, we waited maybe at most 10, 15 minutes when we went. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, every single thing that we wanted to do was at least 30 to 40 minutes. And that was when we would catch it at a good time. Yeah. Um, and, and it wasn't like they were inflating a lot of numbers. I think the only thing maybe that was a little high when we saw the standby time was Big Thunder. It said 25, and we got on in 10, probably. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Um, but everything else was either right on the money or maybe even a little low. We had to wait for Haunted Mansion. We had to wait for Pirates. A long time for Pirates. Yeah. Um, we didn't get in line for Splash because it was never under 50, I don't think. Um, Jungle Cruise was like a solid 20 to 30 minute wait. Yep, easily. Um, and, and here's the thing. I know this is ridiculous because if you're thinking about going to Disney World in the past, in July, seeing like 30, 40 minute waits on everything would be a dream come true. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it's been since they've reopened. It's been like 10, 20 minutes at most. Well, and you have to imagine a 30-minute wait for um, Jungle Cruise means that you're not under the area where it's shaded because they have to socially distance people, you know? And so, well, we were under. We were undercover for that. But Haunted Mansion, we weren't. Yeah. No. It was like, what was it posted? 30 minutes when we got in line? Yeah, but I and think it was, it was stretched. Longer. The line was all the way to Liberty Square. And by the way, they don't have markers out that far. So people were struggling to social distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it ended up wrapping down on the wheelchair access for the Liberty boat. Even when there were markers, people struggled well, to socially distance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people were doing fairly well with wearing the mask. Most people were doing good with masks. And and the cast members reminded people if they did take them down. Yeah. Um, But it was uh, it was very hot, and I saw a lot of kids who they were were blood red. I mean, it's not an easy day. You got to take breaks with your kids and get out from there. I think because it's it's just too hot. Well, I saw a lot of kids who didn't have masks on at all, which yeah. is bad because kids are more vulnerable. They can, well, they can spread <laughs> it easier, too, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I Who knows? But at the same time, I just thought the last time we went to Magic Kingdom, I said, after coming off of that experience, seeing what was happening at Hollywood Studios and everything, I was thinking, man... Maybe we just use our park pass and just go Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom every time because it seems like it's going to be the easiest experience. It's going to be like low weights and we can do a lot of things. I'll tell you, after my experience yesterday, I'm thinking, I I don't know. Like, it's nice to be in Magic Kingdom, but it was not really a good experience Well, yesterday. even leaving became a struggle. Yeah, leaving was a struggle too. It's a, it's a good point. We, we talked about how easy it was when we went the first time. We walked on a monorail. This time, we would have waited a couple times. We ended up being sent over to the riverboat and had to wait a long time. Like 30 minutes. Because they were only running one riverboat. Yeah. Yeah. And oof, that was, we were already tired. Mm-hmm. And, and that's then, the thing. Like people are people are hot, tired, and grumpy. 
Yeah, and people would just walk up, and and the the social distancing goes. It breaks down. Quick. Yeah, completely. Whenever people are trying to find a shaded area, there's nowhere to be in the shade at the riverboat unless you're one of the first people to get up there. Yeah, and then so you've got people just jumping in front of you mm-hmm. when you've been waiting there for you know a good twenty minutes, and it's frustrating. That was frustrating. It is, yeah. A duck walked up to us and made a cute noise. <laughs> that is true. That did happen. Yeah. That was so cute. I mean, what do you guys think? Like, I know we had built it up that it was going to be this amazing experience for you guys. How did you feel the day went yesterday? I mean, I was excited that I got to ride stuff because I haven't, and yeah. that was fun. Um, I was a little overwhelmed with the crowd. It was a lot. Same here. Heat. I haven't gotten out a lot since mm-hmm. quarantine, so not used to being out that long or into in the heat that long or around people for yeah. that long. The heat didn't bother me as much, but I did not like how many people were there. Yeah. And full disclosure, I know we were going to give you a Tony's Town Square review this week. We didn't stay. We ended up leaving because... We were tired, hot, things were not going well. Yeah. We just decided to leave, so we ended up canceling our reservation, and we did not eat at Tony's Town Square. Yeah, we actually tried to eat there by having our reservation moved up a little bit, but they were packed in there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was full, because people didn't want to wait outside, and people, I bet you we weren't the first people to try to move up reservations. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was pretty, it was a pretty rough day. It was. It the, was. I highly recommend people who want to come, if you've got little kids, wait until like no um, October, yeah, whenever some, it cools down a little bit, because that's going to be hard on them. Yeah, it was it was hard on us. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe this report kind of balances it out for people who mm-hmm. were hearing us talk about our park experiences, and they were like, "Oh, I'm so jealous! I just want to be down there and <laughs> yeah, experience I don't know, these empty parks and these." I mean, it's it's over. It's not like that anymore. No, they yeah. something must have happened that they like bumped up. So I think maybe the capacity that they were holding for hotel guests must have been a huge amount. And now that they've allocated that out to APs, I, I just think that the number's too high. Mm-hmm. I think their capacity's too high. I, I really, and I get it. They've got to make money. And we can talk about this in a second, the, the situation with Universal. Yeah. Um, but, like, if this is how it is, I, I don't know. I, I think we need to wait and wait for the crowds to die down, school to open back up before we really try to get out and do too much more of that because it was. Yeah, I think it's not safe for our family. Yeah. So. Which anyway. is unfortunate because I love Disney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I want to talk for a second. I mean, I get it. Like Disney has to operate; they have to try to make money, so they're trying to bring people in, and and so they're trying to figure out how to get as many people in as possible while still keeping the number down. Um, I mean, Universal just released their second quarter results just this past week. And they, (laughs) it's crazy. Like their revenue decreased 94% um, over the last, over the first quarter of 2020. Like the article said they were somewhere in the neighborhood of like 1.4 billion and it went down to like 84 million or something. Oh my gosh. Like, the numbers I may be a little bit off, but that's pretty close to what it was. And so 
and really their money, apparently a huge chunk of it, they make a big chunk of money from their Halloween Horror Nights celebrations, their special ticketed events. They've already canceled those. Seeing how bad they're doing financially, they also announced day after they released their earnings, they, they announced a bunch of layoffs in the parks. And they're going to be shutting down certain attractions that are less popular and just they're not offering these attractions. They're going to send those employees, those team members to attractions that maybe have a little more um, demand. But it's crazy. And here's probably the biggest question that's out there based on all that. Epic Universe, they already announced they were pausing the development of Epic Universe. But there are rumors now that it may just be off the table. That's sad. Yeah. I mean, and that's a rumor. We don't know. But here's the thing. That is a huge chunk of money they lost. And things are not getting better in the in the next couple of months or even maybe even 12 months. Wow. You know. Right. Well, I mean, the virus is just surging. Um, if it just whenever we all first started before it got as bad as it is, if everybody had just stayed home or yeah. mask when they were out, I feel like all this could have been different. And now people like us are trying to get back to normal in the midst of all of this. But I mean, I kind of feel like, can we get back to normal? We probably shouldn't. Yeah. You said 84 million. Something like that. Yeah. Sounds That's like a lot of money, a lot but of it's money. for a big company like that. Imagine having one, like a billion dollars, and then eighty-four million is yeah nothing compared to a billion. If I had a billion dollars, that'd be crazy. If you had a billion dollars, that would be like, <laughs> what would you do with that kind of money? There's I'd no never point. run out of money. Like <laughs> well, that's true. If you were smart about it, yeah. there are lots of people who come into an enormous amount of money and they lose it very quickly. Yeah, no what I do is just get like a normal car, not try to get a huge, expensive car, and then a house, and then just buy normal things. Yeah, and then you never have to worry. It's yeah, true. everybody says that, but then whenever <laughs> you got the money, <laughs> ask a lottery winner. <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to spend. Yeah, well. I was texting with Frank uh, when this news came out about Universal, and we were just talking about how bad of a sign this was for theme parks in general. And he kind of made the suggestion, you know, now would be a good time for Universal to consider selling off the Marvel properties, like their rights to Marvel, because that's a that's funds that they could access that they desperately need. Yeah, and they could work into a contract, a deal where even... Disney could help pay for the renovations of of Universal. Like switching out Islands of Adventure? Absolutely. So, so my suggestion when Frank said that... By the way, we're talking about Frank Cardillo here. <laughs> Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. Our good buddy Frank. When he said that, I had kind of a, a lightning bolt idea. And I was like, holy crap. If, that, if I was Universal, that is a brilliant idea because they're going to lose that anyway. Mm-hmm. Marvel's going to be going away for them at some point. I know it's probably still like 20 years off, but at some point they won't have the rights to the Marvel characters. Why not sell it now? Sure, it's going to be at a discount price because if I was Disney, I'd be like, I'm not paying you much for that. you know. So it's going to be at a discount price. But then here's what you do. Understanding that Epic Universe might be off the table, Turn Marvel Island into classic monsters. Yeah, monsters. Come on, just give the monsters. I'm that telling. would be awesome. I want to. I want to buy um, Spider Man. 
You want to buy? I want to own Spider Man. <laughs> well, that's a Fox property anyway. Dang. I'm telling you, I think that they could really work something into a contract to where they could have Disney support any renovations that they need to help fund that. Mm -hmm. And then people are going to be excited about it. So they're going to get a surge of people coming in to see the new new and it's going to help. I mean, it's just going to make more money. Yeah. I don't know. A universal. If you need anyone to help negotiate for you, I'm really good at that. (laughs) I have a suggestion. What if... What if they negotiated a IP swap? Disney takes Marvel, and I mean they already have Marvel, but they get the rights to Marvel so they can use it on the East Coast. You know that's going to go in Hollywood Studios because where else would it go? Right. And then Universal takes the Muppets mm-hmm. and turns Marvel Island into Muppet Island. Oh, I don't want the Muppets to. No, I don't, no, 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 no. Don't touch the Muppets. And don't touch the Tower of Terror. Well, Disney already isn't touching the Muppets. That's true. Yeah, no. they're not doing anything. They, they just did the show. It's true. Barely. That, that's that's one thing. They're not doing uh, In the parks, else. they don't do anything good with the Muppets ever. You're right. You're right. Bring back um, the Liberty Square Great show. moments in American history. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. But... I don't know. I just want something to be done with the Muppets. What did you guys think about Muppets now? Um, I thought it was funny. <laughs> there were uh, the Swedish Chef bit was it was very good. So stupid. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I think the the um what Oki Oki Doki cooking is that what it was called? I don't something know. Like I don't remember. I just remember like golly. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I want more of that. I would take a weekly Swedish chef yeah, show. Yeah, just like a... I, I'd be happy with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was cute. I thought it was fun. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else they come out with. Yeah, there's going to be one this week. Yeah, we're, there's... I think, what is it? Six or seven episodes? Seven. Seven episodes. So we'll get... For over the next couple months, we'll, we'll get one every Friday. Um, I think it's very good. I will say... Kermit sounds weird. Kermit does, does sound weird. And well, I mean, I know it's not Jim Henson anymore, and can't be. it has to be somebody else. But I don't think he sounded this weird recently. Yeah, I feel like on the last stuff he, he, we had, they did <laughs> the Muppets were or Kermit was normal. Yeah, why can't I talk today? It's because they're not, not touching the Muppets that. The People voice forget. actor that they got forgot how to <laughs> forgot do, how to do Kermit. No, <laughs> it's weird. It's just it's a little off. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. Kermit was in great moments in history, and he sounded completely fine. That's true. He sounded okay in great mo- moments in history. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't that know. Sound weird in the movies. The new movies. The new movies. Yeah, he sounds okay. It's it's different, but it's okay. Yeah, but, but this it, is weird. It sounds weird in Muppets now. Mm-hmm. I, don't I know. agree. It's it's strange, but anyway, that's what we have. So we're gonna appreciate it. We still yeah, we still I'm, want the Muppets. I'm, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. If you if you haven't already checked out Muppets now on Disney Plus, go do it. It's twenty like twenty two twenty three minutes uh, episode one, and then there'll be another episode coming up on Friday. And I'm telling you, just stream it, watch it a bunch of times, <laughs> keep playing it over and over, so Disney knows that people want to see the Muppets. If you haven't already seen Ducktales on Disney Plus, <laughs> go watch that. Carrie. <laughs> yeah, go watch Ducktales. So anyway, um, I feel do I do feel concerned. I mean, we know that 
the economic situations impacting construction at Disney 2. Um, some things that were far enough along are going to be completed for sure. We know Tron's going to be completed. Ratatouille's going to be completed. Woo. Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Epic Rewind. or What is it called? I don't Something know. Something Rewind is, is going to be completed. The Guardians of the Galaxy big building. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Giant building in Epcot. This lowers the chances of a Gravity Falls ride. It's true. I think, honestly, I think that for the next couple years, we're not going to see a lot of new projects start. I don't think so. I, until we figure out how to get everything under control and they can start making money again, it's going to be a while. Oh, did you hear the reports that after Galaxy's Edge opened in Disney, they saw a 0% increase in attendance in the parks? What? Yeah. Are you sure? That's what That's what they reported. No way. It, 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 it did not impact attendance at all, Wait, somehow, did? when Galaxy's Edge opened at Disney. Oh. And people, apparently people have been fired over this. Uh, but here's my biggest concern. Uh, I guess the big, one of the big items that people feel like was a failure, quote unquote, of Galaxy's Edge is that they decided to make this a unknown land that we'd never seen in the movies as opposed to going with something like Tatooine. Well, that opens the door for more creativity. Yeah. Right. I think it was a more creative choice and gave them more freedom to do things, but at the same time, people are trying to explain why it didn't... They expected at least, like, a, I would say, 3 to 5% bump in attendance. Here's why I think. Man. Gar... Uh, gar... Gar... Grab... Yeah. Yes. Galaxy's Edge? Yep. Um... It's because they went with a more desert environment uh-huh. instead of a forest environment. Because if they had a forest environment, there would have been more shade in Hollywood studios. <laughs> so more people would want to go because it wouldn't be as hot. But this wasn't just Walt Disney World. This was Disneyland, too. I don't know anything and it about Disneyland. Like, they just didn't see... Isn't that crazy, though? That because doesn't make sense. Because... Seeing how many people were getting in line early for Hollywood Studios and mm-hmm. stuff, I feel like it was pretty popular. It's been like that, but I guess what's happening is it's funneling people from the other parks to Hollywood Studios. So instead overall, of just an overall, yeah, 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 um, an overall, there's no overall change in park attendance. Maybe it is packing more people in the studios, but then it's taking that away from the other parks. That's still just as crazy to me. Yeah. If it was Tatooine, they would have to just make it really hot and put sand everywhere. So, Florida. <laughs> well, yeah, but with more sand. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Tunisia. <laughs> where? That's, Tunisia. That's, that's where, where they filmed, filmed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this is it's a real place. I can yes. go to Tatooine? Yes. Oh, no. In fact... Luke's Homestead is a real place. Like that used to be a. I guess it was like a hotel or something before they used it as a. As I a, can, can I go in it? People go in it. They're, I don't think Tunisia really wants. Uh, they don't Americans. It's, it's kind of not a good place for Americans to go. Maybe, but if but then how they film Star Wars there? That was a long time ago, <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the funny thing is, did you know? Ewan McGregor did this documentary where he was, like, riding his motorcycle across the world, essentially. And this was before he was ever Obi-Wan Kenobi. He went to Tunisia, because he's a big Star Wars fan, and he went to the Lars Homestead. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> before he was ever Obi-Wan Kenobi. Me too, man. Me too. Isn't that kind of cool? Wait, so maybe Tunisian people don't dislike America? No, I don't know. I think let's it's... not. Let's not generalize the Tunisian. People. I just. I think it's one of those places where it's not a totally safe place to to go. In but general, it looks but... beautiful. Yeah, sand dunes. Would I still go? If hey, you know what? If Anthony Bourdain taught me anything, go. <laughs> Go do it. That's true. I love Anthony Bourdain. Well, Don't hopefully he it's going to make me sad. Teach you any of his bad habits, but uh, Keith, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are there any giant sand creatures there? Mm-hmm. Banthas, camel, <laughs> sarlax, sarlax. Yeah, you got to avoid the sarlax pit. Anyways, um, the Nether. What? But the reason I brought that up is because I feel like if if Disney views Galaxy's Edge as kind of being like a failure, even though we don't view it that way, but if Disney does because it didn't provide the bump they expected, do you think there's a chance at some point that they could just overlay it and say, oh, by the way, it's Tatooine now, and now Oga's Cantina is the cantina. And, you know, just, I mean, you've already got... The Millennium Falcon there. They could make that more look like the docking bay. Um, That'd make me sad. I'm I'm against this. Yeah. But then you could have Luke Skywalker walking around. No. If Ray walks around. It wouldn't make any sense if Ray Luke could be Skywalker there. Ray went to Tatooine. Ray were walking around. Oh, they do this kind of no. thing all the time. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. Just That's not him, how it is. He could be old man Luke walking blue. around. Just call um, it, make him blue. Spoiler so like, alert. It's true. It could, be, it could be blue. Spoiler alert. He became one with the Force. Okay. Yeah, he's, a good for, he's a Force guy. He, actually, they could say Luke Wait. Skywalker is here because he's one with the Force. Oh. <laughs> but can't you meet Darth Vader? Yeah. Where? Not in, and not not in, in Galaxy's not in Edge. Galaxy's you Edge. can meet Luke Skywalker outside of Galaxy's Edge. I don't care. Okay, how about this? Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren and Rey were in the same, at the same time. They can be there. Currently, Rey and Kylo Ren both exist, right? No. 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 Only Rey, but you can still meet Kylo Ren. Spoiler so, alert, Luke. For anyone, you should have seen him by now. But Luke could be in in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Okay, but we could just say Luke is there all the time because he's one with the Force. <laughs> but the kids want to. It's true. Him. He's always with you. <laughs> Kylo is still alive in my heart. I don't like the way that movie ended. So um. Well, Yoda. You and Kevin both. So. Just don't. I want to meet Yoda. <laughs> Baby Yoda. No. You can man. meet Yoda because he's right now. Right now. How? Because he's one with the force. It would be so funny if Yoda was just walking around like he's just chilling. Why would he hang out in our talking? house? No, 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 no. At Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> what were we even talking about? <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. Yes. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay, so Garrett, last week, this is this is a sharp transition, a quick transition. Um, last week we played a little game where what we did was we took twelve attractions from each of the theme parks, and you had to decide if you had twenty tickets, how would you use those in each of the parks? And so 
you didn't get to say. So I think there's only maybe maybe we don't have to do all of them, but I thought maybe you'd want to play this game. Let's do Magic Kingdom. I think that's a good one for Garrett. So Garrett, here's the Magic Kingdom scoreboard or uh, menu. Let's call it a menu. This what? is the Magic Bingo Kingdom menu. Bingo board. <laughs> Why Justin. Peter Pan's flight. Why is that five tickets? That's. I was going to say you should read them off so everyone I will. knows. I will. Okay. So what we did, based on popularity, we categorized these attractions into three tiers. It's So it's not just popularity. It's also kind of like how much time you have to wait or invest in the ride. And also my personal opinion. So in the five tier, we had Peter Pan's Flight, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, and Seven Dwarves Mine Train. In the three, we have Big Thunder, Pirates, Haunted Mansion, and Jungle Cruise. And then in the one category... People Mover, Tiki Room, Buzz Lightyear, and Small World. So if you had 20 tickets, Garrett, how would you spend... We we made a guess on how you would spend them. Let's see if we were correct. 20. 20 is a lot. Um, Not whenever to, you start using them. I have to do math now. Yeah, we'll yeah, help that you. was my problem. We'll help you. Um, it, it, I mean, Tiki Room. So that's one. Definitely. And you can do things multiple times. You just have to keep paying the ticket price. What's the third one, Buzz? Yeah. Okay, so Tiki Room and People Mover. Um, Two. Pi- pirates. That's five. Five. Haunted Seven. Mansion. Eight. Jungle, Jungle Cruise. That's 11. Wait, you're counting wrong. No, I'm not. Because no. he said Tiki Room, People Mover, five. Because he two. said, oh, Pirates is three. Yeah. Oh, Haunted, Haunted Mansion. Mansion. I can't see. So or- 11. Eleven. That's right. My Jungle bad. Cruise. You you picked that one. Are you okay. doing it twice? No. Okay. S- Space Mountain. All right. That's uh, sixteen. Sixteen. So I have four left. Yes. Yeah. Um, Big Thunder. And then one more. One one. I'm not. I. It, I, I guess Buzz just because. You could have done Tiki Room twice. I could have, but I don't. Okay. Wanna. So you took. People Mover, Tiki, Buzz, you took all of the threes, Big Thunder, Pirates, Haunted Mansion, Jungle Cruise, and then Space Mountain. Yeah. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. That's probably the most efficient uses of the, of the yeah. tickets that any of any of us had done. What I do, how many times did I ride the people or Space Mountain? Twice, I think. Why would you do that? That's ten. Yeah, that's what, yeah, I, that that's what a, I did. That's a horrible use of tickets. <laughs> hey, Garrett, I rode Haunted Mansion three times. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's that's still less than riding Space Mountain twice. Do you want to know what our guess was? Mm-hmm. We just thought you'd do Tiki Room twenty times. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's I don't know. I thought it was a fun concept. This is something I'd kind of been working on for a while. After I built the four parks out, I shared them with you guys, and I also sent it to Landon, and then Landon suggested why not do like a legends tier of retired attractions which is a wonderful idea but there are a lot of really good retired attractions out there so i knew that was going to take me a little more time so i sat down and worked on it and now i have it and i showed it to you guys and you told me you're not very familiar with a lot of these attractions so i don't know how much how much playing we're going to be able to get out of this uh particular menu i'll try but I'm going to show it to you now. So here's what I did. Here is the Legends Experiences. 
Send your hate mail to at Landaws if you feel like you disagree with this list. <laughs> All right. In the five category, we have The Great Movie Ride, The Studios Backlot Tour, The Universe of Energy, and Horizons. Yeah, it, right. You guys never did Horizons. You no, probably you probably didn't do any it. of these. Well, you did a Universe of Energy movie and Great ride. Movie Ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did those two. Garrett didn't do the Great Movie Ride. Yes, he did. Yes, he yes, did. He did. Yes, oh, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, um, but let me just... Bless you. Let me just tell you. So, I do feel like Great Movie Ride and Horizons would have to be in the five spot because I think out of all the retired attractions, these two are most beloved and most deserve, deserved of being in that five category. Studios Backlot Tour, I almost think is a borderline, but it was a very long attraction. Like it would take nearly an hour to do that whole thing, especially back in its heyday, maybe even longer. So that's why it's in the five spot. And same, Universe of Energy seems expensive for five, but that was a 40 to 45 minute experience. <laughs> so Ugh. if it takes that long, I feel like that's a, that's a five ticket. That probably, you could argue, maybe should be a three, but it's in the five. Reason being, you look at the rest of these, and I, I don't think you can argue that any of the rest of these should be in the five category. So, going to the three ticket category, we've got 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, one of my all time favorites from my nostalgia brain. We have the Extraterrestrial Alien Encounter, which of course was replaced by Stitch, but this was the better experience. We have Primeval Whirl in the three spots. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Now, this one may be the one that people could argue. In a lot of people's minds, they love Mr. Toad. Maybe it should be a five, but it was just a little dark ride. It only took, it didn't take long to ride. It's now Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, it's Winnie the Pooh now. So I don't think, I don't think it should be a five. In the one spot, Captain EO. The Kitchen Cabaret. What is Captain EO? It was the Ma Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson 3D. Oh, I did, did do that. We, we did that. it. Yeah, yeah we did, did it. That. Kitchen Cabaret, veggie, fruit, fruit, veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit. I didn't fruit, know fruit. this one. And Maelstrom. I know Maelstrom. And then Delta Dream Flight, which is another one that's from my heart. Delta. Because I used to love the Delta Dream Flight. It was replaced by Buzz Lightyear Space, Space Ranger Spin. It's pretty Wait. much the same track, but it was a different ride. Was it, was it a laser a, game? It was a Delta ride. It used to be called, well, it was Delta Dream Flight, and then Delta sponsorship ended, and then it was just called Dream Flight. But it was all about aviation and, like, traveling by plane. Um, was it a laser game? No. It was just a dark ride. And it was like, did you know you could hop on a plane and go to destinations all over wow. the world? And But there were some cool, like, I really liked it. The queue was cool. I don't know. I, I liked Plus, it had this cool theme song. So, anyway, I was a fan of it. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> Wait. First, I really like that sign for Alien Encounter. Yeah, it was awesome. That it was a cool. great ride. It was sitting there in the Stitches Great Escape spot, and people thought, too scary for Magic Kingdom. Honestly, I agree. It probably should have been in Hollywood Studios, but... That oh well. sign is very cool, though. It was. I just picked it up and moved it. Yeah. Okay. Go, Kenna. All right. My turn. Um, I go first. So, of course, I will have the great movie ride because I've been on it and I love it and it's awesome. Um, I want to do the studio's backlot tour. I never got to do it. It seems like something that I would enjoy. It was very fun. Um, you got to see the Golden Girls house. See, I would love to see the Golden Girls house. <laughs> um, then I do Alien Encounter because I, I'm curious. I hear a lot about it and I want to know what's happening. It was wild. 
Um, then I do Mr. Toad's Wild Ride that's because also wild. apparently you go into hell yep. at one point, you and you that die. sounds you go to the naughty place. That sounds crazy. Um, I'm totally down for that. Then I'll do Kitchen Cabaret because um, there are bops in it, and yep. I never got to experience it. Uh, I do Maelstrom yeah. because <laughs> I never got to experience it, even though I should have, and I'm very mad about it. And then I have two extra tickets, and I don't know what to use them on because I, I could do go on, go on Dream Flight. I could do Captain EO, but I've I've done Captain EO, and I don't miss it. By the way, two of the things on this board were. Um, Somewhat in, like created by George Lucas, Captain EO and Alien Encounter. Well, just like George Lucas, I like some of his stuff, but not all of it. <laughs> um, I guess I'll do Maelstrom again because I'm still salty and I'll do Dream Flight because yeah. I, I don't know. Two rides on Maelstrom? Okay. Yeah, because uh, I'm really mad about that one. That's good. I, I, I do the same thing as McKenna, honestly. Okay. Me and Garrett are doing the same thing backwards. Can you tell me what Horizons is? It was an old dark ride in the Epcot Center, and it was all about like telling us how um, technology was going to influence our future. Oh, that and sounds boring. It was. You would probably think it was wow. boring. I thought it was really cool. It was. It was like. It was very similar in some ways to Spaceship Earth, hmm. but. It, it was more focused on the future instead of looking at the story of like where we've come from. It had mm-hmm. that one model in it that was very detailed. Oh, I know what you're saying. So you're referring to we watched that video of the guys that jumped off the Horizons oh my ride. Gosh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's Horizons. That's Horizons. Okay. Yeah. 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 Then one other question: the Studios Backlot Tour. Mm-hmm. That's just you ride in a tram and look at, like, sets? That's the universal backlot. No, that's this, but um, it used to be that you, first of all, you went into a soundstage and they they showed you, like, how they could film things based, like, using perspective. They would have a little person get into this shack that was surrounded, like, it was out on this little island surrounded by water and they would, like, dump water on the shack (laughs) and they'd have to be, like, on a phone and it was someone from the tour group like a a guest and they would just soak them it was pretty hilarious and then you'd go get on the tram you'd go see used movie props you would get to see um on the like residential street you'd see the golden girls house i have to point it out every time they did have the um flight of the navigator spaceship back there oh they had the um the skiff from return of the jedi that where they were going to try to make everybody jump off into the sarlacc pit they had that back there um, like a bunch of cool movie props. And then when you got off, you got to actually like do a little walkthrough and you could see like where they made um, costumes and um, different things like that. It was, it was cool. That seems really cool. It was cool. And it was actually like functioning at the time too. Like they were actually doing movie production. So, so you could see a famous person. No, no, well, not because this was more of like the, the back backstage kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So I have to make a hard decision then, um, and I'm just going to roll with it because I, w- I have lower tier things that I just really want to do. Like, I want to do, what's that, the um, submarine one? 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to do the alien encounter. Mm-hmm. I want to do Mr. Toads. Okay. I also want to do Kitchen Cabaret 
Maelstrom, and Dream Flight. So that's 12. Uh-huh. I want to do a great movie ride. All right, 17. I know. You got so three left. Here's my problem. Primeval World. That's not happening. <laughs> that's where my problem comes in. I'd probably do the alien encounter again. Okay. Just because, you know, I wouldn't mind. Um, I had fun on the Stitch one. I, I don't blame you. And honestly, I would fight anybody and tell them that the best pre-show Disney has ever done was the alien encounter pre-show. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it would have been fun. So that's that's what my... Cause does the the twenty thousand leagues under the sea make you nauseous? No, it's very slow. Oh, okay. It you just and the it never actually goes underwater, but like when you step down in the submarine, you are sitting like under the water level, and you've got you do have windows that oh, look cool. underwater, and then it makes it look like the submarine dives, like bubbles come up, and you see you see the giant squid and like stuff like that. Okay, um, it was pretty cool. I liked it. It seems cool. Yeah, I enjoyed I- it. And then I'm done. Okay. Let's hear you since you actually have ridden all of these. Have I ridden? I have. I have done all these. Um, okay. It, this is pretty hard, actually. Um, I think I would leave off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to do process of elimination. Um, so I'm definitely not going to do Primeval World. <laughs> Don't need it. I'm definitely going to leave off, even though I loved it. I loved the old, even before Ellen, I loved the universe of energy. I enjoyed that. Um, but I don't know. Um, I think I'll probably leave that one off too. Uh, if I could get the original version of the Backlot Tour, I feel like I'd want to do that. And I'd want to do great movie rides. So I think I have to take those two. So that's 10. I will then do, oh no. <laughs> this is going to be hard. I will then do 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Extraterrestrial Alien Encounter, and then all of the ones. Captain EO, Kitchen Cabaret, Maelstrom, and Dreamflight. There you go. I think that's what I'll do. Yeah, I mean, I get leaving off Mr. Toad because it's still a thing in Disneyland. Yeah, it still exists. Yeah, it's not gone. It's yeah. just not here. We just don't have it. Does it go to hell in yeah. Disneyland? Man. Yeah, it still does. I really want to go. That sounds like fun. And um, I love Mr. Toad. You you get hit by a train. I mean, this is the story of the ride. You get hit by a train, and then you end up in the naughty place. There's actually two endings, I think. Like, you can go one of two ways. One of them certainly goes to uh, H-E double hockey sticks. <laughs> Are you peeping, McKenna? <laughs> no, I won't. Um... <laughs> It's it is bizarre. It's weird how many Disney rides ended with death back in the original days. Because Snow White's Scary Adventure did too. That, yeah, you got a boulder dropped on you. Yeah, that was. I mean, that's well, kind of fun. What? Well, when you're like six, it's kind of heavy. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Now that we've gone through it, I feel pretty good about this list. Yeah. Actually. I- I remember how scared McKenna was after this. Yeah, night, right? I remember how I only remember being scared because <laughs> the like the witch turns around in the oh, mirror yeah. and that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I just remember that being absolutely terrifying because she's the queen in the mirror. She, she turns turn around and she screams at witch, you and yeah. she's some hag. Yeah. Yeah. And then all I do is laugh the whole time because <laughs> she was so scared. I thought it was funny. I was, it was not mom. funny. 
<laughs> I think Snow White is also still open at Disneyland. I'd have to, oh. I'd have to look into that. But I think it, I think it is. I think they still have Snow White Scary Adventures. I they still had Alien yeah. Encounter somewhere because that see that really does seem like fun. It seems cool. Um, I think I think I would want to ride Snow White again, but I don't think I can. I just remember being very scared of it. <laughs> so, Kitchen Cabaret, Captain EO, Maelstrom, Delta Dreamflight. Um, I'm trying to see, like, what of these... Well, yeah, it's really just Mr. Toad is really the only thing that we have on this list that's still available somewhere. Because they still have the submarines in Disneyland, but it's a Nemo ride. They changed it. It's not 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Dang. Okay. Um, Has to be an IP. Well, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea yeah, is that's an IP. A- Has to be- it was based on a movie. Has a to book. Sorry. An- the book was based. The movie was based on a book. There is a movie, but there is a book. Has to be one of those IPs. Yeah, yeah. Great movie ride wasn't based on any IPs. They should bring. That. Oh yeah, there were no IPs None. in Great Movie Ride. No. <laughs> <Not at all. laughs> yeah, Horizons truly wasn't. Neither was Universe of Energy. Um, the, the, here's the, here's some crazy fun facts about Alien Encounter. So it was originally imagined to be based on. Xenomorphs, like yeah. Alien. It was going to be that. I thought it was. But they couldn't get the rights to do that. Oh. So they but created then, something that looked very much like a Xenomorph, but it wasn't a Xenomorph. Mickey Mouse Xenomorph and Xenomorphs on, um, are in the same universe. They got Xenomorphs in Great Movie Ride. They did, which is where they ended up sticking them, but they couldn't do it for the Alien which, Encounter. I mean, that was a Xenomorph. That was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was There's awesome. a couple of them in there. Um, but then Alien Encounter, once you... So, so first of all, pre-show starring Tim Curry. So, which obviously automatically makes it amazing. Yeah, uh, and then everybody's favorite little alien, like huggable alien Skippy, who was in the little transportation tube, and then Tim Curry, the robot, would send him, like basically break him down in a particle, send him through the air, and then he would arrive in another tube, singed, like burnt. And he's like, oh, see, virtually painless. And then he would do it again. And then while Skippy was transferring through the air, he would suspend the transmission indefinitely. And Skippy would be gone. Um, They killed Skippy? They they killed Skippy. And then you go in to the actual showroom where, of course, things go wrong. The alien breaks out and is, like, flying around the room. So they have this maintenance worker come walk around on the catwalk above the theater and it's like you see the flashlight moving around you hear the footsteps and then you hear crunch and blood falls on you it was crazy <laughs> that's that was a disney ride wow you got blood so on you <laughs> that sounds cool <laughs> it was scary but it was also very cool <laughs> i mean in the alien's defense if i was being sent through tubes and my like I could be suspended indefinitely after well, the alien going wouldn't know that going through a painful <laughs> tube process. Yeah. I would be mad. Yeah, the other aliens may know that what's going on. It's possible. You know what? Rights, alien rights. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a question because you were pointing out IP yeah. stuff. Primeval World isn't an IP. No, but you know it kind of tells the story of Dinosaur the Ride. Oh. It's it's like it's the same kind of thing. Countdown to extinction. Like um, it's got like especially if you kind of watch the the um, artwork as you go up the ramp. 
like you go back in time, then there's an asteroid coming at the Earth and stuff. Mm. It's the same kind of story as, as Dinosaur. Okay. But it's not based on an IP, really. Man, Dinosaur's all about death, too, if you think about it. Yeah, but you, you survived that. Yeah, we don't die, but everyone else... All those dinosaurs those in the past. Those are gone. They all did. Yeah. You made it. I knew you would. <laughs> yeah, I think um, uh, Dinosaur has one of the most effective so when you when you're going through what feels like uh, you're under the heat lamps and then and you trans transport back in time on dinosaur when you come back to the present that effect of like transporting from the past to the present and then appearing in the room with the heat lamps is pretty effective it always is like to me that's a cool effect going present to past you see the room transition and it's not quite as effective but going from dark into that room i'm always like ah that's pretty good my favorite transition effect is the figment one at the end of that oh yeah the exit room oh that's so cool that is cool Mm -hmm. what What? you have something to say about figment blows loud air in my face that's not not that i'm talking about at the end where you're going into that room that's like it's all, oh, it's where it's all stars. dark and there are people in there and, and they then, turn on the lights and it's like, oh, there are people in here. It, no, it's just like stars. You're like, it doesn't look like a room. And then it comes in and it's like, there's a room there. Yeah, it is good. If you're in the front car, it's very good. If you're in the back, it's not as good. But it is very good. I like that one too. All right. Well, I think that's a show for today. Of course, we're going to share our Legends Ticket Experience Challenge, whatever we call this game. We're going to share that on the Monday Morning Monorail family group on Facebook. We'll also put it out on Twitter so you guys can play along. And I don't want to hear about you all complaining that you can't just use all your tickets on Primeval World because it won't come out evenly. you got to pick something else. Ha! Oh, so that's why you put it there. (laughs) Take that, Nick. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, that'd be a bad choice anyway. But... uh, your back would be destroyed if you just rode that over and over again. It's true. Nope. I'm doing it for their own good. They would have ridden it 20 times, and they would have been oh, man. in bad shape. Break yeah. your spine on there. <laughs> I think Lewis would have done the same thing. <laughs> um, but, guys, we'll probably talk about this Tuesday night, I would imagine. And we want you to be part of that. Did you know that we do a live show on Tuesday nights? No. It, it's called the Parks and Monorail's Most Magical Hour Live. We are joined... By Jen and Frank from Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz at Dillo's Diz on Twitter. You can actually watch the live show on the Dillo's Diz YouTube. If you want to listen to the show and potentially call in and chat with us live, you can do that on our Podbean. So make sure you're following us on Podbean. But every Tuesday night, 930, we go live for about an hour. Unless we're waiting for Adam, and sometimes we go a little longer. We may get swept away by a tropical storm. Yeah, it'll be very, it's going to be a soggy Tuesday night for us down here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would love to see you there. You can also check out our YouTube page, Monday Morning Monorail. Over there, we've been posting some of our park experiences. I actually didn't get any footage this Saturday, so I don't have anything new to, to, uh, to post. But we'll be back. I think we're going to try to do Animal Kingdom this Saturday. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but follow us on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Again, the Facebook group is Monday Morning Monorail Family. And make sure you're following Skella Gummy everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. How do you spell it? S K E L E G U M M Y. Yeah, as someone who is terrible at spelling, it's very good to know these things. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So, but thank you all for listening as always. We love our Monorail family. 
Thanks for being on board with us. If you want to hear anything specifically, you've got suggestions for future show topics or whatever, you can email us mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com or call in a live show and tell us live. Yep. So we have a great time and we love connecting with you guys on a weekly basis. So thanks for listening again. Come back. Love a strong word. I do. We love it. Just kidding. We love it. (laughs) But thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of it. Tell your friends, rate and review us on iTunes and come back next week. Until then, have a magical week. Bye-bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all.